So when you hear destiny, what comes to your mind in 30 seconds or less? Oh, just expansive. Expansive. What is Infinite. Your, what is your definition of the soul? Eternal. Eternal. Love. Love, unconditional. Joy. Joy. Uh, bring on the joy. Wisdom. Wisdom coming from great leaders and teachers and ancestors that walked before us. Windy with an eye. Uh, ever evolving and growing. Wow. It's just like, you know, when I hear your last name, Blum, I think of Bloom. I just, I just, I just wanted to put that out Thank there. Thank you. I love flowers. So, so growing. Growing. Mm -hmm. um, open. And also curious. Curious. How's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode here on the Unlimited Power Show. It's season four. That means four seasons to meet over 30 great people. And today we have the 31st, Wendy Blum. And we're going to bloom today because we're not only going to talk about health, um, your morning routine. We're going to talk about how do you achieve optimal performance within your entire life. So tune in to this episode for some really great insight in how you can develop as a human being within the workplace, within your home, and wherever you're at. So before we begin, I always like to say this one thing. I don't introduce anyone to the show. I, I, I prefer that everyone introduces themselves because I believe that everyone makes a better impression when they actually talk about themselves. So Wendy Blum, how are you, going, how are you, how are you doing today? Excellent. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. So why don't you give us a little quick introduction about yourself, your background, where you're from, and start from there. Sure. Uh, my name is Wendy Blum. I actually changed the spelling of my name from Wendy with a Y yes. to Wendy with an I because it felt more natural to me. Mm -hmm. And I went from asking questions like, why me? Like, why is this happening to me, like in a negative way, to I, to I am empowered. It's powerful. Yeah, so it was, I, you know, I made this big change in life in my 40s. I worked in the pharmaceutical industry for 25 years. And then I made a decision to leave corporate America and launch myself. I became a published author and an international speaker and a business coach and an entrepreneur in my mid-40s. Wow. So I'm so grateful for the path. I loved working in the pharmaceutical industry, but I really feel at home the same way that I changed the spelling of my name. Like I feel like this was my ultimate destiny. That, that's amazing. So. You went from why me to I have the power to literally take control of not only the definition of my name, but in acting out who Wendy Blum really is. So that's really powerful. So tell us a little bit about your book. What is your destiny? Um, what made you write this book? Well, I started asking that question. Mm -hmm. I started the inward exploration. I wanted to know, like, as I was thinking about making that change in life, I started to ask different questions. So 
I asked, what is my destiny? Mm -hmm. Is it to work in the pharmaceutical industry for the duration mm -hmm. of my career and life? Yes. Or is there another path? And I found in my experience that when I asked a new question, then all of a sudden I got new insights. It didn't exactly lead to the book at that point, but what started to happen, I was very passionate, like you are about fitness and wellness and working out. Mm -hmm. And that was my identity. I worked out a lot. I went to the gym and I was thinking of ways that I could really stay motivated and inspired and take my fitness to the next level. So I started to create these t-shirts. It was very, very simple. I went and got the sleeveless tanks from Target, Target, and I got sharp Sharpie markers yes. in different colors. And I started to design these shirts with empowering messages on them, saying that I am fit and toned in the best shape of my life. I'm strong. And I started writing these messages and started putting these shirts on. They were handmade. And I started wearing them to the gym. And then the next step or the, the next idea that I had was, why don't I go ahead and make some of these and print them? Go to a graphic designer and just pick out some pretty fonts and put a logo on them because I felt like I was the caterpillar that was embarking on this new path of life into the butterflies. So I, I just started to draw a butterfly and put the butterfly on the front. And then I went to a graphic designer and had these shirts printed and then started to wear these messages, these shirts to the gym. People were coming up and they say they loved them. I started to get new ideas of other messages that I wanted to write and include on the shirts. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, I used to go to spin class all the time. Yeah. Ellen Latham, she's the founder of Orange Theory. I used to go to her gym, Ellen's, and. I would take her spin class, I would get all these ideas when I was in spin class from what I wanted to say on the shirts. And then I realized that what I wanted to say, I had so much I wanted to say that it actually wouldn't fit on a shirt. Wow. And that's when I decided to write my first book called What Is Your Destiny? How to Manifest More Health and Happiness and Success in Your Life. Wow, that, that's beautiful. And I was thinking about it as you said it, that when you wrote that, those messages on the shirt, it became, it became a message that spoke to, I guess, the soul or to the subconscious mind, literally programming itself with those affirmations. And a lot of times we program our minds that if I'm wearing Gucci, Polo, and Prada, that I'm making it, right? Yeah. That I'm, I'm doing it good in life. But when you wear something that's actually empowering you inside yourself, that's helping you grow and to have a better outlook on life. Then you've taken that concept and turned it into a book to what is your destiny. So do you believe that our destiny is pre-written or do we create it with our lives? Do you believe in karma or is it we create our karma? What do you believe in? Well, that's a great question and one that I've been asking myself since I've been on this path of personal growth and development. And so what I know for sure is that our thoughts influence our destiny. 
and at different stages of our lives by thinking new thoughts, we start to create different and new experiences, aka new realities. Now, of course, you sense something bigger and greater that's part of the equation. So is it the end all be all? Sometimes we can't really see the big picture like a jigsaw yeah. puzzle, the way everything is connected. But what I know for sure is that if we think the best thought that's available to us, then we're going to have the best outcome and start to create those kinds of realities and doors will open, opportunities will just present themselves, so. what, which will seem like it's out of, out of the blue, but we're putting our soul print, our thoughts, our feelings and emotions that is actually driving the vehicle of, of our life. I, I certainly believe in karma. Mm -hmm. I believe in doing as much good in the world mm -hmm. with and to and for as many people as humanly possible. And maybe we get it back in this lifetime or, or maybe it transfers and translates to those that we love and care about mm -hmm. around us, who really knows, yeah. but it feels it feels good and if feeling good is actually the, the ultimate goal yeah. is to feel good and fulfilled in life, then it all blends in together to a higher destiny. That's right. So one thing you were saying is that um, our thoughts create our reality. So I think like in this earth school, we play two roles, the teacher and the student. Life playing the teacher and us also being the teacher because as we continue to reiterate thoughts in our head we're teaching ourselves different ways to become and mm -hmm. as those ways don't become or do become it either then teaches us something or we don't learn from it so I think we're going in this constant battle between being the teacher and being the student so at what part of your life did you start to realize that if I'm going to be the teacher and the student then I have to teach myself the right things and then learn it as well so as by that question I mean when did you realize that your thoughts when did you start changing your thoughts and evolving them in a way that they have now created your reality as an author and you know a person who's actually leaving a deep impact in the world well when I first heard that idea that thoughts become things mm -hmm. that everything is created twice first as a thought something inside just rang true I didn't know exactly what that meant but I knew what I didn't want mm -hmm. and that helped me redirect my thinking towards what I did want and I knew that I needed to learn from the masters that have walked their their talk have been on that path that lead the way that lead a trail for us to follow I became an obsessive learner I studied personal growth I read so many autobiographies I just became intensely curious about everything yes. and everyone and I knew that I needed to unlearn 
I knew that I needed to take the thoughts and the belief systems and the patterns of the way that I had been thinking in my past mm -hmm. and I needed to somehow create this opening so that these new ideas could flow in. So how, how did you do it? What was the process like undoing those negative ways? Because for me, I've personally been through and I'm like, this, this sort of consciousness is going against your actions or going against your consciousness. It's like, you're like, I've acquired a lot of information. I'm very smart about all this and I'm actually, I've actually grown tremendously in the mental space, but my life then is not reflecting that. So have you ever experienced that, that sort of epidemic where you felt like you was up there mentally, but your life didn't match it? Yeah, so it's very, very interesting. I wanted to, to study to know like that gap from where you are to where you want to go and closing that gap yeah. about how long does it take? Yeah, how long does it take? And depending where, where your starting point is, it can take much longer for some than others. In my case, I came from a very difficult upbringing. We had food stamps growing up, came from a family that really struggled and nobody talked about it. So these ideas were so new and foreign that I sort of intuitively knew that it would take some time and I did the math. So I was 45 when I first had this insight or caught like an aha moment or yeah. this revelation. I did the math and I said, okay, if I live to be 90, that's 45 years. So that's double. I'm 45 and I'm having this thought. I have 45 years to learn a new way of living and experiencing life. So I figured that if I invested the next five or 10 years or 20 years, probably lifetime, that I would keep improving. I live by that 1% philosophy that yeah. if I improve by 1% every single day, I don't really know if at the end of the year that's 365%, but right. what it does mean is that I'm gonna improve substantially every year. And I knew that it would take time. And one thing I did intuitively know is to be patient, yeah. to be really patient and accept life as it was unfolding, knowing that my thoughts created my reality, 45 years worth of thinking and not really understanding these universal mm -hmm. principles that are really based in science, mm -hmm. that I had plenty of time, that it's never too late. I really loved that saying, it's never too late yeah. to be who you're going to become. And I just kept repeating that over and over again. So the dynamic of becoming and being, do you think that we should focus on more on becoming or being? Because a lot of times I, I'm stuck in an epidemic of wanting to do great things, being a great entrepreneur, solving great problems, mm. which entails working hard and going and going and going, that's becoming. And other side of me is, Ed, you have to be in the moment now. You have to actually live and understand that you are what you are now and you must understand that that's important and that's significant. So do you think, you have you ever struggled between wanting to become and being as as you are right now. Yeah, you're asking such great questions that I ask myself all the time. So it's a little bit of both. And I'd like to use metrics. Yes. Like how do you feel? If ultimately the goal is not necessarily 
the house, the career, the job, but it is how you feel about those things so that you feel at ease or harmony or you feel courageous and confident or you feel freedom mm -hmm. and you feel abundance. So I would check in, I do this all the time now, how do I feel right now? If 10 is the highest level, how do I feel? So if I feel like an eight, nine, 10, that's great. And that's a good place to actually vis visualize and create from. Mm -hmm. But if I feel like I'm a, two, and by the way, I can only feel like an eight, nine or 10 yes. if I'm being present. Exactly. So there's a balance of being centered and bringing all distractions, you know, to nice. keep them at bay and then connect to the best, highest self. The way to do that is to be present in the moment, AKA Eckhart Tolle and all the great spiritual teachers and science teaches this as well. Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, right? So if you feel like an eight, nine, 10, and you allow yourself to visualize throughout the day, but most of the day, then you're present. So when you're having a conversation with someone, yes. your mind's not lingering, you're really there. You're creating an email, you're really present. You're fully embodying the conversation between you and the person that's gonna receive the email. You're working on a project, you're all in. 100% of your energy is focused on what you're doing, but throughout the day, you give yourself those like mental, you know, health breaks where yeah. you can visualize and see the highest outcome for the project or the email that you sent or someone that you care about or someone that you're working with. So it's like a balance of, of doing both. Cool. Yeah. So you can be while becoming. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, that, that's sure. That's powerful because, you know, a lot of times I see myself going, going, going. You know, I could literally be going, going and thinking of all that goingness and I'm walking and I'm breathing and I'm actually being. So I really, I like that concept. I'm gonna start applying it to my life personally. So we talk about the, how to achieve optimal performance within your professional life. What are three tips that you can give us as solo entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and anybody out there to ex over exceed um, whatever that they're doing right now to pass the cap or the gap, to fill that gap you know, towards where they wanna be? What are some tips that you can give us to optimal performance in the workplace? Narrow focus. So if we try to focus and try to learn too many things at one time, it just gets all jumbled in your mind. So have maybe one or two mentors. Make a decision what you want to focus on, what you want to learn, like a skill set, and just hone in all your focus on that one thing for high performance. Number two, always think about your health and what you're putting in your body because we're energy and what we're putting in is energy. And so to be a high performer, the food is medicine. So to yes. think about every single thing that comes into your body. And then the third thing, everything that comes out. So everything that you speak out into the world, every word, has the power of creation in it, mm -hmm. has a vibration, has an energy to it. So start with communication, record yourself, 
hear yourself and the way that you communicate. You can always relanguage and up level the way that you communicate and your language and your words. That was some really great tips. I find myself a lot of times, boom, 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 I gotta do this, do that, do that, I'm everywhere. And you know, when you own in on one thing, it really makes a difference, it really does. Please tune in next week to watch part two of this interview. On the next episode of Unlimited Power. I think your why is really important. Like, why is it that I want to do this? Why is it? Because I want to be a leader. Why else do I want to do this? Because I want to be a good role model for my two sons, Daniel and Corey. Why is it that I want to do this? Because I want to be my highest and best. Why is it that I want to do this? Because other people look at me as a role model. And plus I feel better when I do this. I actually feel not even a little better. I feel much better when I do this. Please be sure to like, subscribe,